This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Jet sweeps. Xavier Betts. Look at that. Turn on the Jets. To the house. Touchdown. Touchdown of the season for the freshman as he goes 45 yards. It definitely did. When we put that in earlier this week, I was uh, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, we ran that play in high school. I was like, I'm going to love this play. And I, when I got that call during the game, I, I was just excited. There was, there was no nerves in me. I was, I was ready to go. I wanted that play so bad. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show, final segment of the show. We're joined by Nate Klaus now, Nate, and you just heard uh, the play and from Xavier Betts, and I'm sure you had a smile on your face on Saturday when you saw that play develop because literally you've maybe watched Mike Huffman's team play 10 to 15 games in person over the last several years, and you've seen that play executed and run several times, and Nebraska kind of drew something up very similar for Xavier Betts, and it led to the most explosive play of the game on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was uh, uh, was kind of surprised to see it, but I was not surprised by the end result there. Like you said, I've I mean, I've seen probably well over a dozen games that Xavier Betts has been in during his high school career, and uh, watched him play or watched him score on that play many many times. So, uh, although in high school he was probably you know probably uh, had had pulled away from. Uh, from the defense just a little bit more than they did uh, last Saturday, but still the end result was the same. So I was really happy for Xavier, uh, just especially just knowing everything that it took to get to that point uh, for him to, to, and then to score as a true freshman against a team like Penn State is, that's a pretty cool deal. And Nate, sticking on the freshman class here for 2020, When you look at these receivers, Fleming and Betts particularly, and, and Alante Brown to an extent, we just haven't really gotten a good taste of them yet to know for sure. But how close do you think this group is really from kind of taking over and, and, and kind of being the featured guys along with Wondell Robinson? You know, I, I think I think they've got to be getting pretty close. Um, you know, they, they clearly have the talent. I think that's been pretty evident from what we've seen so far. Um, you know, just – gave a great example by the Xavier Betts play. We've seen some flashes from, from Marcus Fleming so far. Um, and, and we've heard great things about Alante Brown. And I think, you know, that's the question we've all been getting is why, why aren't the wide receivers? Why aren't they playing more? You know, what's wrong with that group? And, um, you know, and I just, I just think that uh, there's a little bit of a learning curve, obviously, with everything that's that's gone on, that hasn't helped. Um, and then, too, you know, when this offense is running the way that they want it to be running, uh, you know, an up tempo, um, you know, up pace type of offense, you get, you have to know the playbook inside and out in order for it to operate as efficiently as they want it to. Um, and so, I do think that a lot of it has to do with just getting up to speed with the playbook. And, and I do think that these freshmen are, they're getting closer and closer. And so I, I think here down the stretch, you know, this, this home stretch run of the season, I think we're going to see more and more of these guys. And I wouldn't be surprised if they are making more and more plays like we saw Betts make last week. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we talk recruiting. Nate, it's been now three weeks since Nebraska got their last commit um, on Halloween from Jalen Weaver. Um, they're at 20. Obviously, they got a grad transfer in there, so they're at 21. We're closing in on signing day, and and you know we're all out of whack here because we haven't had a traditional year with visits, with camps, with coaches on the road. 
Lane Kiffin gave a great drop this week. He's like, they're telling me I got to run essentially a Fortune 500 company without doing any in-person interviews. And all these people are going to show up to my campus in January, a lot of them, and I've never met any of these guys before in person until that moment. And they're going to be a part of our program. And that is going to be such a deal with 2021 recruiting where a lot of these coaches are going to literally meet their recruits in person for the first time when they arrive to campus in January or June. Yeah. It's crazy to think about that. That's, you know, that, and that's not hyperbole. I mean, that's, I mean, that's legit. Um, I think the, the large majority of coaches across the country are going to meet, uh, you know, the vast majority of their signing class for the first time in person. Now, luckily for Nebraska, you know, they've been able to recruit fairly well regionally and in this recruiting class. And especially as far as the early enrollees go, a lot of those guys are the regional recruits that had been able to make it to campus before uh, the coronavirus shut shut everything. Uh, so I guess that's a little bit of a bonus for, for Scott Frost and his coaching staff. But you're right. I mean, it's it is different um, you know, the, as far as the evaluations part. You know, this is one thing I think that is a strong suit of Nebraska's staff is to be able to kind of go out and, and, and catch a practice in person and be able to find maybe uh, somebody who is flying a little bit under the radar that they really like or go to, you know, a mega camp, uh, you know, satellite camp or something and, and find somebody under the radar, uh, you know, and, and that, that maybe is not gather or garnering the attention that they should be in. Um, you know, and they're not going to be able to do that this year. So everything is going to be dependent upon the evaluations that took place prior to the dead period uh, being enacted, and then also, um, you know, be heavily replied, um, you know, heavily, uh, you know, prepared for and, and prepped by the, the the video evaluations that that had to take place. And so, I think the teams that that are able to evaluate the best off of video and everything. Those are the teams that are going to have strong recruiting classes and, um, you know, teams that, that aren't very good at doing that. You know, I think we're going to see a lot of busts in a lot of these recruiting classes. So, um, you know, I'm hopeful, you know, I think Nebraska has, has done a pretty good job. Um, but I think, you know, across the board though, I think we're going to see more busts in this recruiting class than maybe we have, um, you know, in a long time, uh, from a lot of different teams. Nate, when you look at closing out this class now, I mean, there's really three to four spots left for Nebraska to finish. They haven't gotten a commit in three weeks. What are you looking for? I mean, is there something that is going to pop here in the next week or two that you're watching closely? Um, you know, it very well could. I, I think, you know, the the strange thing Nebraska himself at now is the fact that uh, <clears throat> there isn't like one obvious name that is, that said, yep, I'm announcing on December 1st, and it's down to, you know, Nebraska and, and two other schools or whatever. Uh, there is no really obvious name that is, is set an announcement that is, that is going to be coming up. I think the next commit could very well be a surprise, and it could happen today. It could happen, um, you know, on, on the early signing period on December 16th. So, um, I think that's that is just kind of where they're at in the process, but um, they do have three to four spots. I think that uh, a good place to kind of look for that next commitment is probably along the defensive line. They need probably at least two more defensive linemen in this class, and then possibly another linebacker and a, and a defensive back, ideally. 
but I also wouldn't be surprised if they saved another spot, um, you know, for to use in the transfer portal too, because there are going to be more names in the transfer portal this year than ever than before. Maybe ever before. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it the transfer portal, Nate, and you know, Rivals.com. We took a regional analyst and made him basically a full time portal guy, and I think the other networks have done something similar because literally the portal is going to be as big of a piece of recruiting now, especially with the one-time transfer rule um, than we've ever seen before. And I think we have an idea what it's going to be like, but I I don't think we really have an idea. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, And I know that there are, you know, across the country, recruiting staffs are, they're dedicating people um, simply to to monitor the, the transfer portal. You know, once a new name goes in there, they are gathering information. They're gathering film, and and you know, and uh, they're they're trying to to piece together. Okay, what's you know, what kind of baggage does this kid maybe have, or or you know, why are they in the portal, um, and and you know, ultimately, can this player help us out? Um, you know, is it somebody that we need to be pursuing? And so I know there's um, not only do the recruiting services like ourselves. Have, have they dedicated people to Transfer Portal, but uh, the recruiting staffs across the country have as well. All right, well, lots to follow as we will keep you up to date on Husker Online uh, with Nebraska-Illinois. It's Saturday at 11 o'clock. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.